Welcome to the Spirit of a Badass, where we celebrate stories of courage, hope, and resiliency. I'm your host, Alicia Jacobson. Hello, and welcome to the Spirit of a Badass podcast. We were just talking before recording, and this is sort of an impromptu recording of my one-word group. And my guest today had posted something in the group, and I'm like, you know what? I think that many people would benefit from hearing all about this. So I was like, hey, can you come on the podcast? That was, I think, last night. (laughs) And here we are today. I'm talking today to Tammy, and we are talking about the one word, which if you go back and listen to episode 23, you can get all the information about the one word. And we're going to be talking about her word today and kind of coaching through what that looks like. So my guest, Tammy Schrader, is founder of Funny Faces Family Entertainment and Events in Madison, Wisconsin, is a lifelong entrepreneur, mother of three, former circus performer who takes herself just seriously enough to get amazing things done. Okay, so I've known you for a while, and when I read this bio, I was surprised when I read former circus performer. Please elaborate on that. I totally thought you knew that. Um, uh-uh. Yeah. So I trained and traveled with Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus in 1997 to 96 to 97. I forget. Anyway, it was a long time ago. But yep. what was your favorite part of that? <laughs> traveling throughout the United States and we went into Mexico. So that was fun. 300 people all traveling down to Mexico with the animals. Yeah. And also I really loved living and working alongside people from literally all over the world. What a gift. What a gift right away, right at the very start of adulthood to have an opportunity to see so many different ways to live. Was this, how did you get into it? Oh, I was living a really normal life and I went, I was looking for a summer job during college. My friend was a balloon artist up in Wisconsin Dells and he said, Hey, do you want to help me out? And I thought, Oh, well, sure. Why not? That's way better than nannying or serving in a restaurant. And so I ended up doing that for three summers, six days a week two shifts a day because, you know, you're in college and you don't know you should not do that. (laughs) And, and then I decided to audition for Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus. And I um, somehow got in. And then I somehow, after Clown College, got accepted to be on the road. And that was sort of life changing. So what was your role? I I was a, a circus clown. So circus was dying. I was actually a part of the adventure unit. So they were trying to get people to arrive to the circus an hour before the show started so that people could come down to the floor, meet performers, try some activities. And I was a part of the group that facilitated that. So So fun. I had no idea. So fun. But then I, now that I brought all of those skills back to little old Madison, Wisconsin, it really does positively influence how I run my business. Yeah. We will have you back for another podcast to talk about. No, I had no idea, but this is like, I read that and I was like, hot damn. 
I have to stay away from the shiny <laughs> object to stay on track here, but I was like, I need a little bit more information on that one. <laughs> That's so cool. So what you are here today. So if you haven't listened to episode 23, like I said, go listen to that episode. It is on one word, which is kind of an alternative way of setting a new year's resolution. It is living through one word. If you had a word as a set, of, like a lens, a set of glasses that you put on throughout the year. It's sort of how you go through life and it's a guide for you. And I have a Facebook group. I will link it here. Uh, but inside that Facebook group, Tammy posted her word. And I'm just going to read what you posted because I think it's really uh, something that a lot of people think. And this will kind of get into goal setting and routines and things like that too. Um, but her word is proactive. And she said, in the coming year, I'm looking forward to bringing calm, balanced, and proactive mindset into my morning and afternoon routine. And I actually really like the little note that you put with a little asterisk next to it. And you said, I'm not changing my personality, yet simply living a more proactive intention. So you're very much like, okay, I'm not going in like a certain direction. I don't know what that is, but you're like, I'm keeping my personality and <laughs> I'm going to bring a sense of calm and balance and proactive mindset into your morning and afternoon routine. So what I wanted to bring Tammy here today was kind of getting through like the how, because sometimes people, they set uh, an intention or a new year's resolution and they don't really have the plan of how they're going to do that. So we're just going to kind of work through that so that when you are setting up either your one word or a new goal or something like that, you can kind of see how the process would work. So Tammy, to start, I'm going to have you tell me just a little bit more. What does it mean to you to have that sort of calm, balanced, and proactive mindset? Because you were very specific. It's a mindset within this routine. So what does that mean to you? The mindset that I'm trying to go for is when I'm setting up my day, I want to be mindful of my whole schedule. I want to be mindful of my final game plan. Um, and so I was just, as I was writing that, I was thinking, I want this to be calm and balanced and well thought out. Yet at the same time, people that know me know that I love and thrive in not having my routine. Like I love my, my week, no week looks alike. And, I, and I've set that up on purpose and I love that. But I would like a little bit of proactive foresight going on. Okay. All right. So if you're thinking what it looks like currently... If you looked at your morning routine and your afternoon routine before setting out with this intention of being proactive, how would you describe your routine in your morning and afternoon? When I really need to get something done, I'll plan out my day. On days that I don't have anything specific to get done, I will absolutely just chase the squirrel all around the backyard all day long. And I still get things done. It's just, I don't think I'm being quite as efficient. And I, and I still want to be able to chase the squirrel because that's fun, but maybe not three days a week. You know, I, two days a week, I'm definitely focused, but maybe, maybe we'll move it to four. Okay. So do you, ha would you say that you already have the skills to 
implement this then? I would say I've taken, I've taken this as far as I can. So when you reached out to me, I thought, oh, yes, I'm absolutely discussing this with Alicia. <laughs> oh, okay. So tell me then, where have you, when you said I've taken it as far as I can, what does that mean? Well, I'm, I mean, I run a successful business and I always deliver on what I say I do. So that's successful in my book. However, it's sometimes at the detriment to myself, because if I would have been proactive, maybe it could have been a little easier on myself and the people around me. Okay. So your customers, your clients are getting an amazing result. You, however, are paying a little bit of a price for chasing the squirrel around in the backyard. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you would like it to look how? So if you were not chasing this squirrel, what would be different? That's a good question. Well, I think that maybe instead of planning on Wednesday and Thursday for Friday and Saturday, I would start planning on Monday. So I would just give myself a little bit more lead time. There would be a few more lists. There would be some more time blocking it's just, that's also, I don't know. I need a little bit more excitement. Okay. It sounds, I, you said need more excitement, but it sounds like only because I know you also, it sounds like maybe it feels like too restrictive to you. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And would you say that that kind of comes up when you think about planning so far in advance? I don't mind p- planning big picture in advance. In fact, I, I like it because that's how you get things done. But yeah, the idea of planning the little details so far in advance is a challenge for me. Okay. If you did that, so if you said on Monday or Sunday, whenever you want to start your week, if you looked ahead and you actually planned out, kind of like you're saying, I would plan out through the weekend, it sounds like, or whatever day, what would be different for you? I would think, you know, maybe maybe it really is as simple as, And I've tried this before in the past, you know, the night before planning out the next day, or I'll go so far as like before I end my work day, I'll plan for the next day. The little things. I mean, I already have the big picture. It's just, it's planning for the little things that usually trips me up. Okay. What are the little things? Oh, what are the little things? Ordering supplies appropriately planning time. I don't know. I don't know because I get it all done. So I think, eh, is it re- I mean, even as I'm talking to you, I think, is that really a big deal? Mm-hmm. Is that? I hear that. I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts because you know me. <laughs> I hear that. What do you love so much about the freedom that's offered from your current way of living and working? I love that I can seize the opportunity when it presents itself. Like if I was so structured and scheduled, when you reached out to me last night and said, can you be on a podcast today? There's no way I would have said yes. But because I have the flexibility to move things around, I can say yes. And I love, I love having the flexibility 
to adjust my schedule so that I can fit other things in while still getting the things I need to do done. But it would be nice if maybe I had more of the little things planned out so that I also wasn't needing to adjust those little things. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, here's the thing. Me. This sounds like, I, did, I don't remember what podcast it was, but it was before the one word one. And it was with Tana. And she was talking about wanting to be kind of restful in the evening, but she was kind of feeling bad that she was feeling restful and not doing things. And eventually what we got to was, how do you have both? And what feels good? And that kind of sounds like what you're saying, like, for me to be really effective and efficient, which is what, as a business owner, I mean, those things are important. I need to have the little things planned for. But I'm not changing my whole personality for anything. (laughs) And your personality says, if I want to change my mind, I need to have that freedom to change my mind. Absolutely. So in looking at this, how can you hold more of a both and viewpoint on these things and kind of embrace that duality of managing your schedule. How can I do that? That's a, I mean, that's how can I do that? I so much appreciate every review that I get and to encourage you to give them because they are so important to the growth of this podcast and allowing me to serve more women and reach more people I have an offer for you. So each month I'm going to be drawing a name of someone who leaves a written review on the podcast and you will be entered to win one of my online programs, the fitness accelerator, the nutrition starter kit and the empowered transformation level one. So anyone who leaves a written review each month at the end of the month, I'll be drawing a name and you will get access to that program. Thank you so much to everyone who takes the time to leave a review. It does help grow this podcast and I appreciate it so much. I'm not sure. I don't know. So my first thought was, eh, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. Like literally as we're chit-chatting, I'm like, eh, it's all good. But that also helps me be successful because in my line of work, you do still really need to maintain the flexibility that you encounter in events. Because if you can't be flexible, you know, you will go get a different job. Yeah. So that, I mean, one, it's part of who you are, but it also, because of who you are, you have chosen a career path that really embodies and supports who you are. And you have that, you're like, oh yeah, I have that skill. I am flexible. Yeah. I can just, I can maneuver. I can chase the squirrels and still get it done. Absolutely. And I'm going in with many different game plans. So, you know, so I, I would hate for anybody to think, oh, you're just flying by the seat of your pants. No, it's it's actually, you're being more prepared because you have this option covered and that option covered and the other option covered. And so you need to be flexible. Like for instance, for ordering, I don't love to order in advance. So I have a nice supply of, of everything at my fingertips. Does that make sense? So I am thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. And I have an idea here. So you said, yeah. Oh, tell me. I don't want people thinking, you know, that I'm just like out there willy nilly flying by the seat of my pants. You have 
multiple options. If you're looking at your schedule and you are having that calm, balanced, proactive mindset, you like options. That sounds like almost like a like a security blanket for you. Like I want to have options. I want that gives me the flexibility. Is there a way that you could apply that idea of options to kind of this proactive mindset? Absolutely. Yes. And I'm already just in my head thinking of all of the options to be able to be proactive because as you were talking about the previous episode where she really wanted to have a restful evening, I thought, oh, that's right. That was last year. Last year was balance. And I I have slowed down in the evening. I love that. And so I think maybe that's why this year my word is proactive because I want to like hone those that skill those skills a little bit. Yeah. So if you're looking at that through having options, what does that look like? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, <clears throat> I I think it looks like my life now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that was my first thing that yeah. popped in my head. Interesting. It looks like your life now. But I don't know. I still want to fine tune it. Okay. So if you're fine tuning it, isn't that wild? You've created it. I've created it, but I'd like to take it to a next level. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. There we are. What does that feel like, that next level? Hmm. I don't even know. Okay. So one of the things I use with people is sort of this analogy of a staircase. When I do like habit change or anything like that, we talk about, you know, you can't just jump to the top. Usually that's what people want to do is jump all the way to the top. But then I'm like, you're going to fall all the way down. So if you're thinking like you've already created this in your life and you want to take it to that kind of next, what's included in that next step, it almost sounds like tasks, like you're fine tuning. So what are, what would you include under? Like, how do you know what you're fine tuning? You mean, are you thinking like my schedule or my individual tasks or the building blocks that make up my routine? Oh, hmm. You pick. Hmm. Which would be most helpful? I think probably just creating, creating a, oh, I know creating options for my morning routine and options for an afternoon routine. So maybe that's what I need. I need a routine that's flexible enough to work with any of my day. It sounds like almost like a puzzle, not like a Rubik's Cube. But it sounds almost like when you're saying like an options, options for my morning, let's just go with morning routine. If you were going to create options, what would the first one be? Well, certainly meditation and stretching. Okay. Probably could, should include some, you know, some actual exercise. (laughs) That sounded a little, uh. Shitting on yourself there. (laughs) I think we stumbled on something. (laughs) If you were fine tuning it, is exercise a part of that? It absolutely should be. 
<laughs> no, should it, it be? should be. It should be. Okay. I'd like love- you want it to be. I just want to make sure that this is not something where you're like guilting, making yourself yeah. feel bad, icky. Yeah, right. I I am a little bit. However, in the long-term plan of my life, I absolutely need to incorporate that because the healthier I am, the more successful I am at being able to work because okay. my my job is physical. And so I need to figure out a plan like meditating fills up my cup and makes me feel better. Stretching, doing yoga, that makes me feel better. Exercise, like getting on the bike and spinning, that absolutely gives me, you know, that fabulous runner's high, but I don't love it until I get there. So I guess that's that's where my eh comes in. Okay. So this definitely is an option. Yeah. In one of your morning routines. Absolutely. Okay. What else would be part of a morning routine that was balanced and proactive and calm? I would love to have a nice work routine that I go to next after, like after I take a shower and get ready. Okay. And what would that look like? Probably getting the desk work taken care of first. The emails, the planning, the Zoom meetings. Is the work routine, is that another morning routine? Yeah, I think it's two separate routines. So we have that desk work. We have the meditation, stretching and exercise one. What other, are there other options that you would want to have? Hmm. Oh, just, you know, going out with the girlfriends. All right. Meeting, meeting friends for breakfast. You can't see her loosey goosey energy there, but you could hear it. I am certain (laughs) that is, that's like it right there. That is your, I want to be able to hop and do whatever I want. (laughs) I don't want to be committed to anything. I love that. So girlfriend breakfast, we'll call that. Yeah. I mean, come on. We all love our girlfriend breakfast and that it serves. It's, we need our cups filled. That is self-care. Okay. All right. Any other options that you would like to have for a morning routine? Yeah, probably. I just want to have the non-option option. option. Like, okay, so we can call that non-option? Yeah. Okay. And what's included in that? I think I already know, but I need you to tell me. We don't know. Like, that's the beauty. All right. Okay. So right now we have four. Right. I have a question, though, because you said the exercise, but that was a definite shitting on yourself. Do you want to keep that in that morning routine? Or would it feel good to make one that has the meditation and stretching that just has those two things separately? Oh, so there'd be a fifth option. That's what I'm wondering. I would like to do that. Okay. Absolutely. Because meditation and stretching is something I naturally wake up and do. Oh, so that's in every routine. Yeah, almost. But whoa, whoa, whoa. The second I start to say that. <laughs> Did I just, are you sweating now? <laughs> Do not tell me what I'm doing. Do not. We have a lot in, we have a lot in common. <laughs> I went to a class today. I go boxing every Thursday. Every Thursday I go boxing. Do you know when I book and schedule my boxing class? When I'm at the boxing class. Yes. I refuse to do it at a time because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think that I have ever not gone? No, I go every single time. Every time, but I will not commit to that. It <laughs> so, feels good to yes. have the option. 
Mm-hmm. I was thinking you'd schedule it the night before. No, no, no. That's uh-uh. too structured. I am there. <laughs> there are some that I have to schedule ahead of time, and I have a little angst about that. Ooh. Because I'm, but I might not get in if I don't. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Then I have to be okay with that. But yeah, you, you have my heart with this, like, <laughs> all right, don't tell me I'm doing it every morning. All right. So meditation <laughs> and uh, stretching. All right. So there's five different options. How will you know when you're putting these in place? Oh, I absolutely want to start putting them place in tomorrow. Okay. Like, how yeah. do you do that though? Oh. So you'll start tomorrow, but you had said earlier, you had said I could plan the next day, like plan the night before, but you also mentioned planning like a week ahead. Other things that have worked in the past, certainly not for a daily routine, but I really do enjoy the, you know, Thursday is errand day. Friday is the day you clean out the car, those sort of general things. So it's a general it's a general routine. I'm not saying when I am doing those things. I like the structure with options. Okay. All right. So if we're going to go with a sort of framework, it's funny. This is how when I work with people on nutrition stuff and meal planning, this is kind of how we meal plan. Really? Is like, yes, because they're, I don't want to be set to anything. So they have all of their options that they can have, but they don't know what's coming up in the week because you never know with, you know, a slew of children right. most of the time. And so they like have the options that they can pick from and then decide, you know, day of, but right. it's like, they don't want to, they don't want, a lot of them don't want to commit to a, an entire week of this is what I'm going to eat when it's like, I want my options and mm-hmm. then I can pick by my mood or whatever it is. I can see that. Yes. How do you want to do this though? No, I love that. I love the idea of the structure of, hey, this is what I'm going to try for the next month. I'm going to try these five options in this time slot. And the time slot being the first part of my morning and then the second part of my morning, I can have options for the second part. And... And then so on and so forth. So I, I love that idea because it's sort of giving me the ability to have foresight with still going with my personality and my schedule. All right. You got back to that word, that foresight. When are you going to have that? I think sometimes when I have something that is, you know, like an event or something that has a specific time attached to it, I'll need to plan ahead for that. And I do that already. But on days that I have a little more freedom, I would say I would plan it then in the moment. Okay. So you're waking up tomorrow. That's when you have, that doesn't, I mean, I don't have a dictionary here. But that doesn't sound like foresight, doing it in the moment. Oh, man. Oh, see? This is why you're a life coach. (laughs) Something there feels like it needs to be tweaked a little bit. I'm so silly. So I should probably either change the word that I describe or maybe wrap my head around that it might be nice to decide ahead of time. Well, so this is interesting. So... I do have everything set up, ready to go. So like on my bike, 
I have water bottles already filled. I have rubber bands for my hair. I have literally my whole station set up. So anytime I want to do something, all I have to do is just get me to there. So I've planned okay. ahead that way. And, and I do that literally for everything. Yeah, because that's what you said. That's exactly what you said you do for your work. You have all the options. You don't know what's going to happen as you go in, but you have the options ready and planned. And that's what you have for all these things. You have your life set up where it's ready to go. My question is, because you said, I want to fine tune it. I want to, I want to take it up yeah. a level. So we ha- something has to yeah. be different. You have your options now, but it will be very easy to sort of just stay with what you're doing because you're kind of doing the options now, but what you're wanting to do is be proactive in your routine. So if we're applying the idea of being proactive and taking it up a notch, just turning the dial a little bit, how are you doing that? So, and that's so funny. I'm already thinking, how can I cheat the system that I am putting in place? (laughs) So I don't know, maybe I should just lean into the foresight and being proactive and just set it up and just say, yeah, that's just a part of the routine too. I mean, I'm swinging the pendulum the other way, mm-hmm. you know, and saying, yeah, this is just what I'm going to do on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I'm going to have this routine. Okay. So making a routine, a planned routine mm-hmm. with your options, what if you had like veto power? Ooh. Like you, you do it, you're proactive, you know what you're doing, but... If it's the day that is your morning exercise one and I call you up and I'm like, Tammy, this breakfast place just opened. Do you want to go for (laughs) breakfast? You can veto that and be like, yes, I am in. Absolutely. Okay. You also said maybe a certain number of times a week. The reason you're doing this is because you want to be more proactive. And it sounds like you're trying to kind of save yourself time from skittering around with a squirrel in the backyard. So if you're looking at, you know, the schedule that you put in place, are there a certain number of times where, okay, if I know if I do these things a certain number of times a week, I will get the Mm -hmm. results I want Yeah, or month maybe? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Is that something? Would that be considering being proactive and taking it to that next level, if you committed to yourself to that. Yeah. That would fall into that. Yep. That category. Sure. One other thing that I've had people do this, that sort of have this like, well, I don't necessarily want to commit like a week timeframe seems very constraining to them. It has been helpful to take it to a two week timeframe. Cause if you think about it, weeks are just, I don't know who made them up, but it doesn't matter. Like, what is, what is time? <laughs> you can tell I am one in the same with you. But if it feels better to have it, I need to do this four times in a two-week mm-hmm. period versus committing to twice a week because maybe that feels like, like, I don't know if I want to do that. But if one week is like, okay, this didn't work out, you could maybe do it three times the next week and then you just know, well, right. I have to do this. But it can be helpful to look at weeks and kind of the month or whatever structure might be serving to you to kind of reimagine what that would look like. Absolutely. 
I know this is, this is, this is helpful. I mean, I feel a little silly how simple this is, especially for, you know, our type I friends out there that are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you get up, <laughs> you go to the gym, <laughs> do this. And this is what you do yeah, every, every Monday through Friday. But if you don't want to be committed, like you'll still do it. But there's a certain, for me, kind of having the same thing. There is a certain, not appreciation, but like, I feel proud of myself when I actually do the th- where I'm like, oh, I said I was going to do these things. Like the things where you're like, oh, I don't want to commit to that. But afterwards, I'm like, okay, that wasn't so bad. So there is a certain like, okay, like sometimes we just yes. need to do the things. But yeah, we can also resist doing the yeah. things because right commitment. <laughs> and this framework could be applied to everything. So this is incredibly helpful. Good. So with that, and yes, when you said it could apply to everything, when I was telling you about the rolling weeks, that was somebody I just worked out with an exercise because she travels and she was feeling really guilty for not getting her certain amount of workouts in a week. So we just moved it and was like, okay, two weeks. And then it's like, oh, I have so much more freedom here. And you don't feel bad because I don't want anybody feeling bad about themselves. So the goal here is to give you a plan of here's what I'm going to do. So with all of this that we've covered, you said, I'm going to do this tomorrow. What is it that you are going to be proactive in doing? I'll need to look at my schedule. So my, the beginning part of my week starts out more flexible And then the end part of my week is less flexible. So Friday, less flexible. I have more things that I need to do. So since I'm choosing to implement this, I'll need to plan ahead. Oh, and that's maybe how I see, but that's the slippery slope that I get into. Yeah. I'm thinking so much in my head and I'm not voicing any of it. I'm This is part of it though. And you'll have things that happen afterwards too. But you just said something I want to highlight. You said the beginning part of my week is more flexible than the end part of my week. So it could be helpful when you're looking at these different options for morning routines. Are there ones that fit better with the, you know, earlier part of your week that's more flexible and that fit better with the end part? And this is, uh, like you said, this is something that apply. This is when I do meal planning with people, the nights where they're running their kids all over, because what they, if they try to make a full meal, like all that does is create stress. But how can you look at what do you actually have going on in that day if you're planning these things? That makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, I love that. I mean, so it's, well, this is just fun now. We arrived. (laughs) Well, because I'm, yeah. So I can... I can have the more complicated options when I have more time, obviously. And like what you said, when you're busier, that's when my routines would be simpler. So my routines are simpler Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then that's when I build in the, when I have, when I'm proactive and I have the foresight to then spend a little bit more time exercising, you know, biking, that sort of thing. I mean, I really do feel like I get in a workout when I'm working. So I don't want to discount that. I always feel like, oh, I don't think about that. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I just want to go over. I want to make sure that you leave with what happens next. So your next step is going to be what? My next step. My next step is, well, I'd like to have all of the options written down for me. Okay. And then then what? I think I'll actually look at my calendar. I have all of all of my options and I'll sort of plan it and I'll put in, Hey, biking on Monday, stretching and meditating, you know, all of the days. And then I'll sort of build in my routine that way. But I'll know that because I'll see the big picture of my calendar, I'll know that that's fine. I can veto that. I can, you know, just give myself grace because that's how I need to be happy with this implementing it. But I'm okay. still checking in and I'm still achieving my goals. I'm just achieving it in a, you know, nice, easy, breezy way. Yes. Okay. So that's my next question then as we're finishing here is how will you know if you're doing this? I don't know. How How do other clients? Well, What you said is, I'm just going to read what your goal was. Your word was proactive. And you said, I'm looking forward to bringing a calm, balanced, and proactive mindset into my morning and afternoon routine. So what will be your markers that you'll know, like, yes, I'm doing this? You said, like, level up. I am calm and balanced. So what I would offer you to do is spend some time. Some people like to journal, or you can just kind of sit and think about when you're calm and balanced, what's happening? How do you, like, what are the indications of you being calm and balanced? That is an offering for you to kind of just sit with what's different about you when you're calm and balanced, because that will be your Mm -hmm. marker. Because if you do these things, that is your result is calm and balanced. Right. So I don't want to, I don't want to think about it as adding to my to-do list because that doesn't serve the calm and balanced mindset. However, I do want to add a little bit of structure into my life. And so I think that that would, that's the proactive part. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, a lot of these things you're already doing, you just put some structure around it to create that sort of balance, (laughs) that calmness, because you can see it and then change it if you want. Right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So you're not really adding anything. Like there's not another thing on your list of things to do. Except for maybe looking at your schedule. Yeah, I I do. Right. But I think that this is almost going to give me practice at being able to influence the other things that I want to change. So it's just working on that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Anything else that would be helpful for you as we close out? No, this is great. This has been fun. I'm glad I said yes. I'm glad. Yes. I'm so glad that you, one, even shared that. And then that you said yes also, because I do, like you said, it is something that can be applied to most anything. So it's really valuable people being able to hear how you kind of processed through it. So thank you. I am going to ask you the question I ask everybody at the end. Is that any life hack that you have that saves time, energy, or resources? Oh, yes, I do. And I feel like 
we've been talking about it. So nobody's going to be surprised when I say my life hack. So I can throw a party within seconds <laughs> because I have a large summer bin and it literally has everything that you would need to have company over in an impromptu way or have a picnic or be able to, you know, go to the beach and have fun. So, you know, and it's simple, it's well labeled. So everybody in my family knows where it is. My husband knows exactly where it is. He too can throw a party in seconds. <laughs> and it just has, you know, the cups, the plates, the napkins, candles, if it ends up being birthday, a serving caddy, some, some little serving dishes, but it's just in a, in a large bin that has a top that's covered and it's just put on the shelf. And I also do that for winter too. So our Thanksgiving table can also double as our Christmas table. And it literally has the chargers, the tablecloth, the, you know, candlestick. I mean, anything that like I can set up a beautiful table, boom, just yes. within and like 10 minutes. Do you like to entertain? I, I do. I yeah. Already. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. That's I, awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. I love having everybody over and it's, and it's fun. And it's because I've, because of this life hack, it's easy. So I'm not stressed out to have people over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no, like, I have to run to target real quick because yeah. you have already planned. That's so interesting because that is exactly, you're right. Like this is not a surprise. This is another thing you've already planned for it. You already have it. <laughs> You have all the, you said summer, winter, I already have it planned. It's in a bin. Everybody knows where it's at. Yes, absolutely. In fact, literally, so for Christmas, our son was here and he was helping clean up. He's like, oh, where does this go? And then I opened up the closet and he said, oh, in the bin that's marked <laughs> Christmas and Thanksgiving table scape <laughs> or whatever I wrote. <laughs> so he knew. Mm -hmm. So just planning ahead can give you the ability to be just live really an impromptu life. You have really set yourself. It's so interesting because you've really set yourself up like you are proactive. I would <laughs> offer that you kind of look at the places where you are because that's a very proactive thing to do. You are very proactive in setting up your life so that you can do anything on a whim. You have set everything in place so that you have the option to do that. Absolutely. When our kids were little, I'd always have a beach bag packed in the back of the minivan so that if we decided to go, there'd be swim trunks and, you know, towels and toys ready. Boom. Mm -hmm. And it's you also like you're proactive towards fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Why Which not? Is, I mean, most people aren't, though. <laughs> most people aren't. So I really like this. It's well, good to share this that. Podcast, but he can be proactive towards fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Tammy, thank you so much. I'm so glad you. that you have kept your schedule flexible enough that you were able to do this and for kind of sharing the the process and kind of figuring it out with everyone, because I know it will be helpful for people to hear this. Thank you for having me. It is always a joy to be in your presence. Thank Aww. you. Thank you. And I'm so glad that I learned more, more things about you today. That was, I always love when I feel like I know somebody well, and then I learn something about them that I have, I'm like, really? 
Like that's one of my favorite, like those glimmers people talk, like that's one of my favorite moments in life is when I learn a new thing about someone that I feel like I know well. So thanks for that today. I appreciate it. Of course. All right, Tammy. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Spirit of a Badass is a Lit Path Studios podcast and is produced by Jamie Gale and Alicia Jacobson. Music by Shane Ivers. We'll be back with another inspiring interview. Until then, keep your spirits high and your energy badass.